Welcome back to another episode of a Laughing Matter podcast. Hi, Bridget. Hi, Allie. How we doing? I'm good. You excited for our guest? I am. We have a guest this week, guys. It is Ken Hamlet. Woo. Um, he is one of Home Club's favorite comics. We love him. We are just so excited to have our very first guest and to introduce him to you all. Mm-hmm. He is the host of the podcast, A Drunken Night Out, mm-hmm. um, and he will explain where you can find that and kind of go over his show. Yeah. So keep listening to hear us and Ken. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> so professional. Love it. Yep. <laughs> um, well, perfect. Well, welcome to our 11th episode of the Laughing Matter podcast, Ken. Your very first guest. Well, We're the first, ex- heck yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought you maybe recorded some with other people and then decided. I'm, now I feel special. No, yeah, no, this is a very first one. Um, so we have lots of questions for you. Um, kind of starting just from the very beginning. Where where did you start comedy? How did how long have you been doing this? Um I started comedy in Salem, Oregon when I was in school. Uh I went to Western Oregon and I started there and I did comedy for like a year and a half, two years before moving to New York, which was not I didn't think that I was big time and could move to New York yet. It was because of a job. Mm. And uh I did comedy there and I moved to Washington. I moved to Tacoma. I was there for a year. Not, I don't think I was even there a year. And I quit comedy when I moved back to Tacoma because I couldn't get booked anywhere. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I like quit Ooh. and I was done. And I just played Magic the Gathering all the time because that was my outlet. And I was playing with another mm-hmm. black dude. Sounds like a healthy is- coping mechanism. <laughs> Yeah, it's way better than the alcohol that I was abusing for years. <laughs> True. Been there. Fair enough. <laughs> um, and then I moved when I I started doing comedy again, like a year after quitting for a year, because one of my buddies that played Magic also did comedy. And so he was like, oh, I'll get you connected with uh, Nate Jackson. And so I did one of his shows, and then I started doing comedy again. And after that, I just kind of like, fell back in love with comedy and then i did comedy in washington for like four years and i've been in chicago now for four years and four nate years jackson he he owns a club in tacoma doesn't he yeah he opened up the club in tacoma now so he has his yeah. club has been open since that's awesome. 2020 yeah wow he opened in 2020 that's rough yeah that's a wild yeah, time to open a bad, bad timing yeah. for sure <laughs> You're still in Chicago though, right? You're Chicago based right now? Yeah, Chicago based. Um I I don't think I'm going to move from Chicago, but I say that like I haven't moved eighteen times since become like turning eighteen, so who knows? I think I like Chicago. Really? I feel like last time I saw you, you were like talking about wanting to move again though. Ooh. Yeah, I'm winter. It was probably during the winter. What do you think that the like biggest difference if you've done comedy out in Washington, done comedy? I mean, I've seen you do a bunch of different clubs throughout Wisconsin, Illinois. Like, what's the biggest difference between all those scenes, would you say? Between all the markets? Um, I think the biggest thing, there's like doing shows, it's kind of like the same everywhere. You know, you got your like conservative rooms and your liberal rooms and stuff like that. Um, but like as far as being a comic, I will say uh, the egos are crazy. Mm. When you go to the big cities like Chicago uh, yeah. and New York, the egos are insane. Like people that haven't done anything. And I'm like, 
I don't, I'm not a person that talks about like credits and stuff like that. I don't care about any of that stuff. Uh, right. I mean, they're important, but like, it doesn't matter to me, but I'll talk to like comics that are in Chicago that are like based in Chicago and they're like, I'm the shit. And I'm like, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> I seen you have two open mics. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. <laughs> We've talked about so that a few different know. times. I say egos for sure. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. What is like the um, favorite? Your favorite scene that you've worked? Mm, Our favorite my club. Favorite scene. Favorite club. That's a tough one. I just did. I just did the Columbus Funny Bone, and oh. that club was freaking gorgeous. Um, really? I love that spot. Yeah. For the longest time, Skyline is my. I think it's my favorite club just because the intimacy of it yeah. and uh, for the, the people that don't know that's a club that's in wisconsin somewhere uh mm-hmm. so, that is one of my favorite clubs uh now my so skyline uh funny bone i i like to tear it based off of how many seats so mm. as far as like small clubs go uh infinity room in salem oregon like clubs under 100 seats that's mm-hmm. my favorite small club. Clubs under 200 seats, uh, Skyline Comedy Club, and then clubs over 200 seats. I think Funny Bone in Columbus is my favorite. Or Nate Jackson's. It's a, one of the two mm-hmm. of those clubs. They're freaking beautiful and perfect. And the crowds are always super fun. So, Love that. We need to start exploring more comedy clubs. I know. Like, we are very limited. We haven't gone to any <laughs> clubs that are not, that we're not. Related to, yeah. in a way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You got to date outside your family pool, you know? Like that's... Uh, We're trying seems to go... so hard, though. Yeah, we are trying to go. I think you just did uh, what Comedy Cabin um, in Janesville. How was that? That spot, man, shout out to him over there. That is a dope. That's a dope club. I'm going to be back <laughs> out there. Uh, the that, that I was I didn't know what to expect when I pulled up. I was like, oh, no, this is not. <laughs> gonna be great and then i walked inside and i was like James oh no he did a really great fucking <laughs> yeah. job yeah yeah it's like i've no, i i've been in some you know oh, yeah. areas <laughs> but jamesville i'm like man there's mm-hmm. a mcdonald's and two gas stations this is not a place for comedy mm-hmm. i was <laughs> i was wrong like that was it was packed out it was a really fun Good. room it's like low ceiling so, so it's like happy. really great yeah, I love that. yeah they he, mm-hmm. he did a great job with that club. It's super fun and it's a great spot. I'll be back out there, I think, in like the fall. So oh, nice. Nice. Shout out to Nathan. We love him. Yeah, he's super yeah. sweet. Yeah, he's great. Oh, okay. So talking about home club, um, what was your favorite memory from there? Or do you have anything crazy? I know that you worked the um Nicole Byer show that we right? Oh. You were featured. You were featured. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't think she loved it, but I'm sure you got more tea on that <laughs> she definitely did not love it don't say that no, she was not a fan yeah <laughs> she was not a fan. but like what happened like this is what i want to know like what what happened yeah <laughs> like i mean i understand the, the crowds whatever but this um there's more this was a with her that weekend i've never seen a comic do that before like walk off during a show uh, so that was uh, that was a new experience, and to see it happen multiple times in the weekend, I was like, Jesus. Um, I will I will take fault because and Bridget has told me multiple times, like, Hey, Ken, please don't do crowd work on this show. So the very first show, <laughs> I did. I definitely did crowd work, and uh, I'll take fault on the first one. 
because I did uh, I did some crowd work and I felt like that got them hype. Um, but the rest of them, I'm not taking fault for that because I definitely cut out 99% of the crowd work stuff. So they were just uh, rowdy. Yeah, they were excited to see her, and so I th- I don't know. Yeah. For me, it was like a it was like a real diva move, and uh, I don't. I'm happy to hear you say that. Yeah, I agree, too. but I just didn't know if there was something that we didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, because she does that whole yeah. thing where she was like, "All right, you guys have five seconds to scream out, nailed it," and then uh, mm-hmm. people, the five seconds wasn't enough apparently. <laughs> so- the, I mean, I can see it guys, being annoying, but like you said, that's what famous, like that's what made you famous, right? Like, yeah, that's what embrace made you it. Famous. <laughs> Enjoy exactly. it, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's how I feel. I'm like, uh, Mike Epps has jokes about him being Day Day, and it's like, yeah, people know you as Day Day, but they also know you as Mike Epps, and it's like, if Mike Epps can be like, yeah, I'm a crackhead cousin, and he's huge, then to me, I'm like, come on, dog, like you're, you're just like, kinda, yeah. I won't say just kind of blowing mm-hmm. up, but like you're now you're a national like household name and it just happened recently and it's because of that show so it's like you kind of just kind of i don't know i'm not in that place so i can't really say how i would feel but i think that i'm way more chill about stuff so i don't think it would bother me any and she talked yeah i can't see you pulling any kind of of diva moves and like walking off street (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah we we did that for our special of the week yeah she does um have you had anything crazy happen at any of the other uh clubs within the family of oh um i haven't had too many that was like the wildest moment i did um i was like i don't want to say molested but i was groped at one of the clubs like i had a a lady which was wild my my wife was there for this like she was pregnant like super pregnant too <gasps> and uh yeah and i was working oh with uh, tony rock that week and i was hosting it was my first weekend hosting at the club and this lady like came up and like hugged me and then she like put her hands like down like my v-line in my pants and uh wanted to take pictures like that it was like such a oh my god experience. yeah it was <gasps> <laughs> Yeah. Did you take pictures like that? Were you like, I don't know, okay. I don't know what to do. I did. I definitely That's was That's crazy, though. If pictures. I was your wife, I, you're never doing comedy again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Your poor wife. <laughs> she was mad. She wanted she to fight to be the so lady. Secure, like, so. <laughs> People get crazy, though, for real. Have you had anybody ever try and break into the green room while Ooh. you were chilling there? I had that happen, like, twice. <laughs> when i was managing with this one lady and she was resilient she really just wanted to be part of the team in that room so i don't know resilient is a great way to describe (laughs) them truly yeah in that i did have somebody a comic actually in the green room it was the same the tony rock weekend where a comic was in the green room and we were having like a really like dope conversation uh me and tony about like his brother like chris rock and like his experience and the comic uh Ooh. like secretly videotaped the conversation and uh posted oh, like a clip weird. of it yeah, on his instagram weird. to make it seem like he was like really tight yeah it made me like after that moment, I was like, wow. "All right, now I know I can never that say shit to people because you don't know who's recording." Uh, yeah. yeah, 
That's so sad and kind of put such a damper on like the community and like the. I feel like it ruins the sanctity of the green room. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to be able to do drugs in there and stuff, and like now people are videotaping ruins. Yeah. It's for coke and hookers. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. That's actually, that's what I want to know. What is the craziest thing that you've seen? Actually, no, you're not going to tell us now. Why? <laughs> I was going to say, what's the craziest thing you've seen happen in a green room? But that oh. defeats the purpose of what you just said. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll tell a, I can tell a story. I'll tell a story. Uh, I have two okay. crazy experiences. I have two. Um, so one experience... This is not my experience. I was just told this one uh, by a buddy of mine, where he uh, he was working. Is, is do you guys care if we like name drop? Should I even say certain people? Go ahead. Okay. He was working with Mencia, and I guess his manager was like screwing a a chick in the green room when he walked in. <laughs> yeah, was that at home club? chance that was that was at home club that was i was there yeah that was that was we have talked about those women (laughs) i don't think we had confirmation that they actually like did anything but he was trying to grab girls from the crowd all weekend long all weekend long and like i don't know if that's their gig like mencia just goes on for four hours and then the manager tries to find chicks throughout the crowd i don't know but it's a wild situation (laughs) Yeah. yeah no it was it was definitely confirmed my buddy had eyes on the situation um nice. <laughs> i'm so glad that uh, i disinfected that furniture afterwards though <laughs> good job Bridget. thank you <laughs> yeah you saved some people uh, for some i did weird germs some diseases yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Our last COVID. laughs> And and then another one for my show. I do a show called A Drunken Night Out, and um, my it used to be called Inebriated, Hydrated, and Faded. And my, the but I had a buddy that was like the my co-host of the show, and it was like a weed and alcohol based show, and he was like a druggie. And we were working at the old like the Infinity Room in Salem, which was called Cap City at the time. Uh, he was he came into the green room he's always like high on something and he came into the green room with fucking shrooms no lsd tabs my bad lsd tabs and uh he was offering comics like lsd tabs and stuff in the green room during the show and we had a big blowout with the venue and got like (laughs) i was like banned for like 45 minutes i had to go back and have a conversation with them which (laughs) i didn't know that he offered people lsd it was insane and so i'm talking to the i'm talking to like the guys to figure out and he just offers them he offers like all the comics lsd one of the comics was the fucking owner of the venue and so oh hell no owner lsd yeah and then he left yeah. like some of the LSD in the green room and it's like a family theater. So like they have all ages what? and they're, yeah, they lost their shit and oh, they were so mad. So mad. And I didn't yeah. know at the time. Yeah. And I came back and talked to them later. They were pissed. So did you, is that why you ended up having to change the name and you dropped that guy and you're like, bye. <laughs> Go enjoy no, your we high. still worked together for a while after that. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't enough. That wasn't enough. <laughs> 
Did you Grounded do the LSD? Thing I wasn't good with. No, I didn't do LSD. <laughs> That would be a bold choice before going on stage. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No, that LSD terrifies me. I even on the podcast, I still try to get people to like convince me to do it, and I'm like, nah, that sounds like too scary. You never experimented when you were younger, like shrooms, any of it. Shrooms, I want to try, but I'm still scared. I just don't want to be like perma fried. Oh, there's so many options these days. I feel like mushrooms are like weed <laughs> like you can just go find a tea <laughs> and you'll know, find some sort of infused <laughs> beverage have a nice sunday i don't know <laughs> a nice sunday it'll be like is it really chill. like that though i mean yeah it's really chill i mean unless you take too much then it's terrifying <laughs> but i think it's how do you know what too much is little. though that's scary yeah i feel like Google. i get stuck staring in a mirror like yeah, that is weird. And I think that's like rule number one. <laughs> Don't look at yourself. Okay, cover all the mirrors first. <laughs> Got it. Just, all, just Google the rules. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I didn't know that rule. I would have just got stuck in a mirror. <laughs> so. yeah. I feel like that's how like mirror ghosts happen. It's just people on shrooms who like... Can you please tell him about your mirror ghost and the ghost at your house? Oh my God. Isn't that crazy? I, I forgot about this, but now that you just said that, I was like, "Yeah, I do have a mirror." Bridget ghost. has a haunted house. Um, we were talking about my house, house earlier. Yeah, and I bought this house back in 2020, and the woman I bought it from left like this antique mirror in Creepy the hallway, already. just hanging up. And I knew I saw it immediately. I was like, "This is haunted. This is so haunted." Oh. And so I like took it down and I put it in a closet, and I'm going through and like painting all the hallways and stuff like that. And I'm painting above my bedroom door, which was also like the previous owner's bedroom door. And above that bedroom door, she had like a pendant of like the Catholic oh saint God. of protection. And I was like, Oh my God. Don't like that. Nope. Hate that. Hate that. Put it back. <laughs> I'm, I'm immediately selling my house. Yeah, you move it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like proceeded to get fully haunted by a gray man ghost um, for like a couple of months. Like yeah. he would, I like had dreams where he was like trying to steal me from like home club parking lot and I'd like wake up and there'd be like a man standing at the end of my bed. And the first time it happened, I thought that it was my boyfriend. So I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I woke up and I was like, oh, Jacob. And then from right next to me, Jacob was like, what? And I was like, what the fuck? And so I like kicked at the ghost and the ghost like fully jumped back. Like it was like a real person there. And then he like, I don't know, shimmied up against the wall. And I was like closing and opening my eyes, like hoping the image would go away. And it didn't. He just like what? stood there. Terrifying. And I was like, you still oh live God. there. And then for like, yeah. And I still have the mirror. It's so cute. It's a really cute house. It's it a really cute house. <laughs> <laughs> Great location. <laughs> it's worth the haunting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. I saged it. I was like, hey, you can stay. Just don't touch me. Um, yeah. Like, and we've creep. been good. Yeah. I actually think I'm going to put the mirror up in the pod lab because it's kind of cute. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I love that, but we'll see. No, don't do we'll that. <laughs> I don't want it to like come home with me. Excuse me, Bridget. No, it's leaving in the mirror. It's not going to leave. I said it could stay. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you have any fun haunting stories? No, I'm terrified of ghosts and demons and spirits, all of that stuff. I am. That's a no go zone. The second 
people start talking about that, I'm like, all right, time to freaking leave this place. Like, I'm not. No. So you believe terrifying. You believe yeah, ghosts? I'm terrified of it. Yeah, you're talking about this, and I'm like, I'm yeah. never going by your house, Bridget. <laughs> like, I will never. <laughs> I'm not gonna go there. We're gonna have to move to Pod Lab if we ever what? want to come back. You invited me over to podcast, Bridget, and you didn't tell me there's a fucking ghost. <laughs> Look, he's fine. He hasn't touched anybody in a while, so he's just living in his mirror. Hope it stays that way. Fuck. <laughs> Neither has R. Kelly, but he's in prison right now, all right? You're back. So you talk about ghosts and then we get disconnected. (laughs) That's what happens. It's the gray man. Have you had this experience where somebody has either puked or peed in the show just openly doing that? (laughs) Because I've had that happen more than once. Or anybody sexually pleasuring themselves or... Absolutely. Oh, my God. Has I have a drink. Yeah. Show, yeah. <laughs> no. At, okay. I do, do the, I do the show at a sex club now, and that does happen all the time. Wow. Good for you. Are you fucking with me? <laughs> no. Seriously. Yeah. I do it at a, It's Club 2050. It's Club 2050 in Indianapolis. It's a sex club, and people are like full uh-huh. on having sex while the show is happening. And you're just oh up God. there trying to tell jokes. And they just You're like, one yep, time I got really drunk. Do they respond? <laughs> Is it like an interactive? <laughs> it's not that interactive, but it's interactive. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I just think it'd be really funny, like mid thrust, like he's <laughs> dying over a one liner. <laughs> no, Ken is in the break room. That's when they, you know, take a second to like drink some water <laughs> and eat a snack and like charge up again. Got you, got and you. And they get to listen to Ken. Don't yeah, you charge up for sure. <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is literally the best. The I've like I love doing it at clubs, but the sex club is the best experience. Like. The crowds are so fun. They're down for everything. Yeah. Literally down for everything because it's mm-hmm. a sex club. Yeah. And, uh, they they have a blast. And then afterwards, if you did really well, they'll be like, hey, come join us. And uh, I was like, no, thanks. I'm just going to go home. Now. I'm so surprised your wife still lets you do comedy. This is crazy. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> She's chill as fuck. She sounds amazing. Um, so I don't know if you are a huge Pete Davidson fan. I am. And I feel like I un- unnecessarily talk about him, but he's just been in the news a lot lately. Um, but he also As came always. out with a new show, Bupkiss. And Bridget didn't hear about it. But have you heard about it? Because I just binged the whole thing. And I, I, I need someone to talk to about this, I feel. <laughs> I, d- I just saw an ad for it, like literally on Facebook. It's just a picture, though. And I was like, oh, he's got a new show coming out. So I haven't like I don't know anything else aside from that. It's just him on the cover of the the thing, and I was like, why did he name it that? That's the only thing. That's all I got. It's yeah. like all of his friends. He like does the whole Adam Sandler thing where he just has the same people on all, all the time. Mm-hmm. He always has his ex girlfriend Carly Aquilino on there, which I think is so. That's cute. his ex girlfriend. Yeah. Really? Uh huh. I feel like I've, we've had this conversation. Oh, probably. <laughs> We love her though. She's great. Yeah, she was yeah. on his movie and then yeah, the show. Fucking Carmela Sopranos is mom. I love that. I do too. Sopranos is great. That's really what sells me, I think. Carmela Soprano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's best. Were you a Sopranos person, Ken? No. No. I feel like y'all aren't old enough to be Sopranos people either though. <laughs> yeah. Show. It is kind of an oh, old people's show. I mean kind of. We're like old souls, I feel. Yeah. Like 
I didn't. I guess I didn't watch it until like last year. Yeah, like I feel yeah. like I remember my parents watching it when it was on TV, and then like I don't know later on in life I watched it again, and I fucking love it. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, I agree. I think I like had to get talked into watching it, and then once I did, I was like, oh, this is incredible. Cool. Okay. What is your comedy, ma'am? My comedy this week is actually sports based. Um, oh my god! Because everybody knows that I am a huge sports fan. No, um, <laughs> but Aaron Rodgers officially got traded to the Jets. Did you guys hear about this? Yeah. And then he yeah, got traded not even as their starter quarterback. He's like their quarterback's like second quarterback. I did not know that. Yeah. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> Why? Why do you keep leaving Wisconsin? Like people worship wisconsin quarterbacks like packer fans i look think at wisconsin these men. fucks up their quarterbacks that's why they all end up like this and then they all leave the to pressure go to the jets. is so crazy yeah <laughs> yeah what is with the jets they really just love i don't know leftovers. Didn't, what's his name go to the jets too Favre, brett Favre. yeah, yeah that, so. brett, whatever his name is and then didn't he go to like vikings are you a sports guy do you know that do, like, do you know the facts i am a sports about. guy and you y'all are just making this up right now <laughs> None of this is accurate. Brett, Brett Favre retired as a Packer. Oh, he did. I swear to God, he left. I swear he did. No, didn't he go to the Vikings? No, he went to the Vikings. He went to the Vikings. Okay. He did go but to the Vikings. I thought it the Jets, Jets for like five seconds. I swear I to God. I think he did too. I don't know. We'll have to look it up. I don't. I don't know if that's we'll true. It, yeah, I look. mean, you guys would probably know better than me because I didn't. I didn't follow Favre at all. What's in Oregon? The yellow what Wisconsinites. What um does Oregon we, have? I'm I'm from Washington, so we have the Seahawks. Oh, yeah. I love That's the Seahawks. Right. You, you hate, hate the Seahawks? Yeah. Who's your team then? I absolutely hate them. I was a Redskins fan because my dad's from DC. Mm. So Washington football team now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you guys. Harv yeah. was traded in two thousand eight to New York Jets where he played for one year. Boom. Wow, and then he spent his final two seasons with the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Look at Bridget What's with the up Brett now, Favre okay. trivia. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You're I right, that. you're wrong. I think it is weird that Aaron Rodgers is leaving. Um, I don't know why, like I said, I don't I don't get why they want to leave. Just retire as a Packer. Like, it's just respectful. Like, just... I think that, I think that no. Wisconsin gives, like, too much power to their quarterback. And then the quarterback gets a big head like all the Chicago comics and thinks they're awesome <laughs> and they're not. They're just another quarterback. Yeah, it's like, how many Super Bowls have you won? And he's like, one. And you're like, well, exactly, dude. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Who is going to be, I don't even know who the new quarterback is now. Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Okay, I did know that name. I did yeah. know that. Just kidding. Just kidding. I do know things. Damn, you're like a for real a cheesehead, huh, Bridget? No, I don't. She's not even from here. I'm not even from here. I don't watch football. I just think that the drama that's been happening between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers for the last two years is fascinating. Um, it's comical. It's so silly yeah. to me. Like, it should just have its own, like, reality TV show, I feel like. Yeah. And I also really enjoy gaslighting my boyfriend, and this is the thing that, like, pisses him off the most, <laughs> is when I talk shit about football. <laughs> Did you just admit to being toxic? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Does it make her less toxic if she's honest about it? Yeah. That's a point. Got you, girl. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I think it makes you more toxic if you're honest about it. It's terrible because you're actually self-aware of it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just look at it. It's confidence. (laughs) 
he may, you know what? He makes his choices. He stays. So, have you heard anything? Any comedy in the comedy world <laughs> that you have heard about the this comedy week? World. Ooh, I have not. There's some comedy in the Chicago comedy scene. People like all these old heads. Uh, hate all the young new comics mm. and there was a t-shirt that went out where they had all of the comics like all the best comics or whatever air quotes uh and just there's there's like a lot of people that are mad that they didn't make the t-shirt with all these like famous <laughs> comics and shit and it's like more Nick ego Aaron. stuff where i'm like dude who the fuck cares <laughs> like why are you yeah why are you why do you have your feelings hurt because you're not on a t-shirt no that's like, so real and i feel like that's everywhere like i feel like there is with the pandemic and like the rise of TikTok, I feel like there's a huge disconnect between like comics who started before that and comics who started like with that. Yeah. And so now like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's like this boundary of, of disrespect and dislike between like the the old style comics and like the new style comics. I feel like people just really don't like change and like the ease of some people's success from TikTok really pisses people off. <laughs> I feel yeah, because like... I, I mean, no, I'm yeah. kind of in, I feel like, yeah, I feel like maybe I'm an I'm an old comic in that way where it's like you, have to earn you don't it. deserve it. <laughs> like, how do you feel about it? Um, my thing is I'm like a I think that I'm funny as shit, and it's taken a it's like I've worked on it, mm -hmm. and so when I see other people like surpass me and get to do shit that I'm not doing, it doesn't bother me because I'm like whatever. As soon as the right eyes get on me, I'll get those opportunities. Absolutely. Uh, but when when the people aren't working on being great and they're just already put into this position of like headliner mm -hmm. and they can't do the time yeah that is what bugs me and it's like dude if you're put into that position and you're accepting those gigs pay somebody to write jokes for you buy yeah. somebody's hour from them do something yeah. so you're not just taking spots away from comics that are busting their tails over years and figuring out how to be great that is the only thing I'm like, I don't care. Like shoot, blow up on some, some guys like Nate Jackson. He was one of them that like blew up, but he's been a killer for years. Mm -hmm. And then he finally got the TikTok fame. And then now he's like getting all the love he deserves. So like, I love the online stuff. I don't really think I I'm forcing myself to do it now, but like, I think that uh, the people that are blowing up because of it, if you're not really putting the time in on stage, that bugs me but otherwise yeah. i'm like whatever you got famous online good yeah. job i think yeah. that is a very that's a very polite way to say it. i feel like exactly how i feel like i'm like <laughs> if, you have, if, you, if you've been trying and you've been working on it and social media like boosts you up and like you blow up because of that i think that's great right but i think if you like just yeah. have like one funny clip that like then sends you into like social media outer space and now mm -hmm. suddenly you're headlining clubs and like you said you maybe that person only has like 10 minutes like why are you accepting these yeah. gigs why are you doing this yeah if you can't fill the time because i feel like it's wasting yeah. other comics times like you said it's taking spots from other comics and i like i feel like as a manager too like it's a waste of my time like i don't want to be here running your show mm -hmm. and then i also have to like answer to all the customers who don't like your show yeah we're like well i thought yeah i don't know why we're here either yeah <laughs> i'm like yeah, I thought yeah. You were sure as well. like, mm -hmm. who was your favorite i don't know if you had anybody else at your other club did you have anybody tiktok famous that you were like oh pleasantly surpri like surprised by or were they all just kind of like Bleh. um Ooh. 
Kevin James Thornton. Kevin James Thornton. Yeah. He is the 90s guy. He's the one who I said that somewhat offensive green room comment to. Oh. Do you oh, remember? Vaguely, just that you felt <laughs> some type of way. Yeah, I did. I felt really guilty about it. Um, do you know, Ken, do you know who Kevin James Thornton is? I don't. Okay. So he like blew up on, on TikTok talking about like stories about himself back in the 90s so like he grew up in the church but he's like a older gay guy and so he'll like talk about his like time growing up in the church and he always like just says like the 90s <laughs> and that's like his bit right um and he came in and did a show and it was pretty good and i was excited to see him because i had seen a bunch of his videos and mm-hmm. i was like that's cool that makes it better and he was like in the green room at, at l club and um he was like wow this green room is really nice because it was you know, brand new. And I was like, yeah, yeah, hopefully it stays that way. And then he like looked at me like I was saying like he was going to make it really messy. Like he was going to fuck it up. What? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, it's just really new. And I hope it doesn't get messed up because you know how people can be. And he was like, okay. <laughs> like, what'd you hear about me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was like, hey, I'm making a request. Can we not have her come into the green room anymore? She's kind of a bitch. Oh, <laughs> Right. That's funny. Yeah. That's what happens, I guess, when you stop talking to the comics. Because I had my assistant manager do it most mm-hmm. of the time. And then I just forgot how to talk to people, I guess. I don't know. I was so awkward all the time. I'd just be like... Can I get you anything? You need a drink? Do you need a drink? Like, I just didn't know. Like, are you good? Like, if they're just wandering, I just would not be okay with that. Like, either sit in the green room or, like, sit down. Like, <laughs> I feel like you're a helicopter mom. Like, <laughs> I was, I feel. Like, helicopter. Yeah. And just, oof. Yeah. That's awesome. Ken, in your book, what makes a great manager of a comedy club? Ooh. Um... I don't, I'm so chill about everything. I'm like, as long as the manager's, like, cool and we, I just... I don't know. I like they just care. I don't I don't know. I'm just so chill. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just here to tell jokes. Yeah. Like this is the best job in the world. Like I don't I don't really care too much about anything. I'm like, ah, as long as the green room is inside, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I love as the long standard. As I don't have to stand out in the rain. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like I don't really mind too much. I'm like chill talk like you can talk to them and they're like cool about everything or they'll like tell you like cool shit to do while you're in town yeah yeah Yeah. you're so low maintenance i was gonna say that too yeah you're you know you're headlining i feel like pretty frequently now do you have a writer no not at all people ask me like do you want some walk-up music and i'm like Dude, I don't care. Play whatever you're playing. Oh my god! I don't care switch if you want to. I don't listen to that it. That is my like biggest fear, though. Wouldn't you say? Like the fear when they're like, just pick whatever. Like what? Like no. I don't know. I always go with like some like '80s rock. That's good. Just like a good old classic rock. I feel like you were really good at picking walk-up songs. I did one good one for Taylor Tomlinson, and then she gave you a shout out. Yeah, because yeah. I had watched a TikTok of hers or something. I was so yeah. lucky. <laughs> Well, we um, actually, so at the end of every episode, we end it with an industry tip. And we were curious if you had any for our listeners. Oh, uh, industry tip for the comics or for? It could be anybody, audience, comics. Um, well, we always do managers, but yeah, you don't have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
keep a green room inside, managers. That's <laughs> what I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, there's nothing. I can't think of a bad experience that I've like, like an experience where I was like, I don't think I'm ever coming back. No, I did walk away from a club one time. Like Ooh. after the first show, I left the club. What happened? Uh, it was the comics. I was working with like these old hacky white dudes and then they were like telling me to like you gotta you gotta dance for him you know what i mean you gotta shuck and jive and i was like i'm not coming back i like immediately left that like, yeah. right after the first show like, run. i was like i'm not coming back <laughs> were you booked for a whole weekend yeah <laughs> what did you tell the owners you just did it you were like bye no, I sent him an email and was like, hey, I'm not coming back for the rest of the weekend. I don't ever want to work with those guys again. Um, if you want me to send you a host, I can, but yeah, don't expect to see me. I didn't get paid. I didn't ask for my money, anything. I was just like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm never coming back here. Yeah. Um, so if you're a manager, make sure you know what comics you're pairing together. <laughs> because... <laughs> That was my only like bad experience at a club. It's uh, actually a really good tip. I yeah, feel like yeah, you're building like peanut yeah. butter and jelly when you're booking. So yeah. like, you want to yes. people that complement each other. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that I don't. I don't because uh, yeah, I would say that's it. Most of the time, I'm like I I can kind of do a little bit of everything, so it's not too much of an issue. But when you have somebody like that, that's like saying dumb stuff like that, that was just like a bad experience, and I was like, I'll never work here again well, yeah. good for so. you yeah definitely yeah good for you for setting your boundaries yeah i don't for me i'm like that's the one thing I, i've had that conversation a few times like money doesn't move me so yeah if it's uh if it's like morally wrong then i'm not gonna do it so yeah i love that any tips for like up-and-coming comics oh good question oh that's a great question. Um, so I take a couple of young guys on the road with me all the time now because nobody nice. did that for me when I was young in comedy. And the thing that I tell them all the time now, because I've waited, it's I've been doing comedy for nine years now, and I just got taken on the road by like a bigger headliner. And I, I've been going on the road with Nimesh Patel. Nice. And, uh, that's awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's dope. I freaking love him. And he's like the first person that's given me a shot to like go on the road with him. That's special um, though. That's awesome. And, yeah, and I would say my advice is to just ask for stuff. Like I thought, I spent so much, like so much time, just being like, "Oh, I'm gonna be the best comic on every show," mm-hmm. and that's how things are gonna happen. And it's like, nah, just ask. <laughs> like, yeah. just ask for things, and doors yeah, will open up. So, absolutely. Yeah, that's like the biggest piece of advice is like ask. It's, well, you know, pairing that with being prepared for the thing that you're asking for, also. So, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. That's really good yeah. advice. Well, lovely. Well, I feel like that was all of my questions. Yay. All of yours. Let's get into Street Tab. Okay. I love it. Well, tell everybody where they can find you, um, where they can listen to your podcast, where they can see you, where you're going to be next. Yeah, you can find all of that information on my website, uh, bigblackschlongs.com. That's bigblacksHLONGS.com. <laughs> Schlongs. You know what? I've heard you say that so many times, and I've never actually gone on the website because I'm so afraid that you're lying to me. Picture. <laughs> so, like, no, it's my website. Is that actually your website? Yeah. I feel like this is like a bone snake. <laughs> <laughs> I 
like, if I go on this website and it's not your website, <laughs> I'm sending you a direct link to whatever I find. What a hilarious way to plug your stuff. Just a random website. Yeah. <laughs> Never forget that. That was really my... <laughs> At first, it was a joke. It was like a dumb joke that I made up. And then after shows, people would be like, comics at first were like, oh, you should buy that web browser. It's not, it's like available. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. That's stupid. You guys are comics. I'm not doing that. And then people after shows would like go and bring their phones up to me be like, this is not your website. And then after I had like a <laughs> dozen people do it, <laughs> I was like, all right. So then I bought the URL and it's like legit my website now. <laughs> I love that for you. <laughs> That's, That's a beautiful story. <laughs> I love that. Well, go I was thinking can. about I was thinking about having it being like an alternate website where it's just like a picture of me with a towel on, <laughs> and then you have to click on it to yeah. like go to my actual website. It'd be great. Just like a page. <laughs> I love that. I love that too. I feel like you have to click different areas of the body to get to different things. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming and being on our, our very first guest. Yeah, thank our you. Very first guest ever. Right, thank you for having me on. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thanks Love for it. having me. <laughs> okay, All right, perfect. It. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Have a good rest of your evening. Have a good weekend. Thanks. Y'all have a good one, too. All right. Bye, Ken. Bye, Ken. Peace.